0: I don't think we want to see God, or not that we want to, but I don't think we're able to see God that way until we need to experience him that way. And then we have the encounter, and then it's like, this is who you are, you know? Anyway, this is a bonus episode. Let's do it. What's up? another day another bonus episode how are you guys liking these i'm having fun making them because they're really short and i can i can get used to not having to talk for 35 minutes so i'm having a great time i <laughs> don't know about you but i'm having a ton of fun um so today i'm just gonna tell you guys a story and hopefully can you hear the rain it's raining outside and i don't know about you guys but i love the rain like i love the sound of rain i love being in the rain i've gotten caught in the rain many times and most of them were intentional like most of the time i wanted to get caught in the rain so i mean, <laughs> that makes me sound insane but i just love the rain i don't know why um there was one time i came home from class and i was watching tv like just chilling and it started raining and i was like oh my gosh this would be amazing to fall asleep to." so i turned the tv off and i fell asleep (laughs) (laughs) that probably makes me sound insane but i just love the sound of rain anyway welcome back um if this is your first time welcome to falling upward usually the falling upward full episodes are around 30 to 40 minutes um, but we're on a break right now so we're in between seasons which means you get a couple bonus episodes until the season starts which is great it's a fun time this way we can still have some chats but they're not super duper long and everyone's happy um anyway (laughs) I have a little, a little story time for you, so let's do it. So, my, I said this, well, did I say this last episode? I don't know, but, um, my first semester of college was amazing. It was so much fun. I had a great time meeting new people, doing new things, all of it. It was amazing. Um, but... I often said, I said this a lot to like to my friends and stuff, I would be like, I'm living my best and worst life at the same time, because I was having so much fun, and all the new experiences were so much fun, and I was having fun writing papers, because I'm like that sometimes. Um, yeah, I was just enjoying everything, but I was still going through a lot of stuff, um, but I was trying to distract myself from those things, so... You know, going out with my friends and um, joining clubs and things like that. So, anyway, um, it's just like I'm trying to preface what I'm about to get into. But uh, yeah, I was having a great time, but I was dealing with a lot of um, depression and anxiety. I'm just not good. And so, along the way, um, it it got it became a lot harder for me to distract myself and the things that I was experiencing were getting heavier and heavier and it was a lot harder for me to ignore them that kind of thing and so I knew at some point that I was gonna have to go to therapy for it because it was just it was too much it was like years and years of stuff that I've been holding it and I needed to deal with it um yeah so I talked to my parents about it I was like hey I want to go see a therapist, you know, that whole thing. Um, Because I just, I knew that I needed to do work. I was trying to not have to do that. I didn't want to. I had this thing where I just didn't want to burden anybody, including my parents. So I was like, I won't say anything. But I got to a point where I almost didn't have a choice. So anyway, I'm in therapy. Amazing. I started therapy in... November, I think, like late November, maybe early December, actually, I think, um, so I started going to therapy, and I also, um, was going to a psychiatrist for medication for the things that I was experiencing, so I was formally diagnosed with, um, uh mild depression and severe anxiety in december like right after the day after christmas amazing christmas gift to be told that you are depressed (laughs) um it's it's not funny but this is how i process things so anyway that's what i got for christmas last year um, and honestly, it wasn't new information. I knew that I was dealing with that stuff, but um, we were trying to find a solution. You know, we were trying to do practical things so that I could get to a place where I was emotionally stable, mentally healthy, all that good stuff, you know. So went to the psychiatrist. We had a like a 45 minute Conversation about the things that I was dealing with, and um, within no time, he was able to diagnose me and gave me some medication to take. uh, You know, to help suppress the stuff that I was dealing with, because it was it was becoming really hard for me to just function in general. I was having really bad panic attacks, um, and panic attacks look different for everybody. But what I will say is that I think a lot of people. Even I did when I before I started having them. I thought like if you're having a panic attack, like you're hyperventilating and you're pacing the room. And, but it it doesn't always look like that. Like I could be sitting down, not doing anything, just silent, and I could be having a panic attack. So they don't. It doesn't look the same for everybody. It's it's really about what's happening internally. Um, and so I would get those a lot. And the problem was I would get them mainly when I was out somewhere. And the issue with that is when I'm I'm having a panic attack, um, I can't, most of the time I start to have trouble breathing. I'm not hyperventilating necessarily, but I do have trouble breathing. I don't know if that makes sense. But I have that going on, and then most of the time because I'm panicking and my mind is running rampant, I can't talk because I can't slow down enough to form sentences, like to think long enough to say something, and that probably sounds insane. But that is what was happening to me. So most of the time, if if I was having a panic attack, I was sitting in silence because I couldn't do anything. And the other thing was I most, most of the time couldn't move either. And so um, that obviously was a problem because I'm going to school every day and then um, if I would have one, I couldn't go home. I would have to sit wherever I was until it went away um, and then I could go home or go to my next class or whatever. So that was really difficult deal with and I needed something to help me get through that so went to get the medication for it um and it did not work the way we were hoping it would work okay um and that's common it's common to have because what happens is when you're taking um what they gave me you, there are chemical reactions that happen in your brain and they're meant to change your behavior but the thing is they're meant to change your behavior in a positive way so that you can, you know, function and, and think straight and all of that stuff unfortunately though those things changed my behavior in a negative way and so um, it was just making me completely numb to the things that were happening around me I could not show any real emotion um most of the time, like, I wouldn't, I would make it a point to not take it when I was out with my friends or something, because I wanted to be able to be present, I wanted to be able to really experience what was happening around me, um, and then on top of that, the more I took it, the more numb I was consistently, and so any. So then it got to a point where I wanted to take it because I didn't want to feel anything. It was just a lot of stuff, okay? Um, And so it changed my behavior drastically. And I went into this incredibly dark, dark space. And I I no longer wanted to, it was no longer about me healing or me trying to get better or fighting for my life or anything like that. I just, like, because at that point, I was like, yo, why isn't anything working? Because I knew that because I was feeling that way that something was off. But I, when I got the medication, I was told that I had to take it for a certain amount of time in order to see, like, a real effect. So I thought that, you know, all the stuff that I was experiencing in the meantime would go away eventually. And so I wasn't really telling anybody about what was happening. And um, I wasn't telling my parents about what was happening it was all just a very scary thing and I didn't really know <laughs> what to do honestly. Um so I'm in this really dark place and I call my sisters one night and I'm telling them what's going on and I'm I'm not sleeping and I'm having all this um just all these t- terrible things are happening. And they um they're like yeah you're, you've become a different person ever since you started taking the the medication, and they didn't want to convince me to not take it because they understood what was going on. They understood that this this whole thing was a process, and we were trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Um, and they were like, "But you're gonna have to talk to your parents about it so that you can figure out what to do because it's getting worse." And I was like, "Dang, man." I don't. <laughs> Um, cause I didn't, a part of me didn't want to stop taking it because it was helping in some senses, like in some ways it would help with the anxiety and stuff, but, cause I was taking two different forms of medication, two different, uh, forms of medication. And so one was for the anxiety, one was for the depression and the one for the anxiety was working pretty well, but the one for the depression was making things worse. Um, and so I was like, Dang. I, so one of my sisters ended up calling my dad because she knew what was going on and i'm sleeping in my room um it's like six o'clock and in the winter you know it's super dark at six o'clock so i have all the lights off in the house i'm in my room and my dad calls me um he's like what are you doing do you want to come over to the house i don't live with my parents he's like do you want to come over to the house and play some games whatever and i'm like no I'm fine <laughs> I was like no dad I'm sleeping like I'm I'm fine and he's like okay are you sure I'm like yeah so I didn't you know I didn't know that he knew anything so um I'm like trying to go to sleep trying to kind of ignore everything that's happening to me and he calls me again and I'm like oh i'm like yeah what happened he's like are you sure (laughs) i'm like yes dad i'm fine and i wasn't obviously but i just wanted to be alone like i wanted to be in my depressed dark room avoiding my problems and all that stuff and he was like okay all right fine a few minutes later the (laughs) doorbell rings (laughs) i'm like oh my god so um I go to the door and I'm like, now I'm trying to play face and make it seem like everything's okay. So he comes in and I was doing laundry, so I'm I'm not looking at him because I'm going to do my laundry, whatever. And he comes over and he's like, so what's, what's going on, what you been doing all day? <laughs> and so we're talking and he was like, I want you to come stay at the house for a few days. I don't want you to be alone while you're taking the medication i'm like okay fine so i go upstairs pack my bag um still not thinking that he knows what's going on you know i come downstairs with my stuff and he's like i want you to sit down and tell me what's what's going on right and it took me a minute it really took me a minute because even though it's not like i felt like i couldn't say it or whatever but i was just scared genuinely that's all it was i was just really scared because i didn't know i knew that i was changing i knew that my behavior was changing i knew that the way my mind worked was changing and i was scared and i didn't know what to do with that and i didn't know how anyone else would react to it so i was much more comfortable with just keeping that stuff to myself and so um it took me a minute and then i told him what was going on and i'm like (laughs) bawling and he's like okay And he hugged me, and he was like, "It's okay, like it's all right." And um, we go home. He takes me home, and I ended up staying there for a couple months. So, anyway, all of that to say, was I'm I'm going somewhere, but I had to tell that story first. Um, That that whole season was just very dark. me for multiple reasons i was dealing with multiple things at one time and internalizing all of those things and so it was really easy uh to get in such a dark space because all i was thinking about was those problems wasn't necessarily trying to figure out how to move past them or work towards healing from them really um even though i was in therapy even though i was you know taking medication the it it still made it hard for me to heal. It didn't work the way we thought it would. And so I'm back home, um, hanging around, I was around my parents like 24 seven. And on it, like, I feel like any other time it would have drove me crazy, but I needed to be around them. And then every now and then I would hang out with my friends or whatever, and that helped me a lot. Just being around people that I cared about, that I liked being around um, helped a lot, and so, anyway, throughout that whole process, I had, I hadn't prayed about the things that I was experiencing, I hadn't talked to God about, you know, what he thought about me going to a psychiatrist, or what he thought about me going to therapy, or like, anything like that, I wasn't involving God in that area of my life, and so, um, It was very easy for me to feel disconnected from him through all of that. And um, as time went on, through my interactions with my sisters and with my parents and with my friends, I could see, literally see and feel God fighting for me through them and God speaking to me through them and God showing his love for me through them and I saw God the Father in my father throughout that whole thing because I you know you I obviously expect my dad to be concerned about the things that I'm dealing with and all that stuff but when I saw him get to get to my house and ring the doorbell cuz I heard I heard the car like i heard the car pull up and i just knew it was him and then i heard the doorbell ring and i was like oh great um and there was another time before this where i was having a panic attack and i the only thing that i could think of was to go to the hospital because that was one of the worst ones i've ever had and so i called him and he was like okay i'll be over there and it he was over here and i don't live far from my parents but It just seemed like he got here as soon as I hung up the phone and um, that, you know, that is who my dad is anyway, but I could just see so clearly, I could see God the father in my father and I could see God fighting for me through him and contending for my life and telling me that I needed to be here and that people cared that I was here and that God cared that I was here and because i wouldn't listen to god because i wouldn't look to god um he had to speak to me through other people because it was important that i knew how much i meant to him and how valued i was in the kingdom and all of that stuff and so um it took a minute it took some time but i'm uh closer and closer to the point where I understand to that place where I understand how God feels about me. It is a process. And I don't think we would ever say like or at least I I would never I would never say like especially throughout that whole thing. I would never say like oh God doesn't care about me. God doesn't love me. But my actions and the way that I thought about myself stood in alignment with those thoughts. You know, the last bonus episode, I talked about things that we think about subconsciously and we don't necessarily know that we're thinking them until we verbalize those things. And then it's like, oh, shoot. So it was the same thing throughout that whole season of feeling so bad about myself and thinking like God doesn't care about me and all this stuff. And I wouldn't admit to those thoughts, but my actions isolating myself, closing myself off from people that genuinely cared about me and wanted to see me win, um, closing myself off from God, um, you know, all of that stuff. Those actions said, God doesn't care about me. God doesn't want me here. God isn't concerned about because I'm because of the way if I if I thought that God valued my life, then I would treat it as such i would i would take the proper steps to be healed i would um i would open up to the people that he's given me you know i would utilize the things that god is giving me so that i can get to that place where i am healed so um that is that is what i want to leave you with you know when we hear um what would jesus do i don't think it's just in the in the realm of like how would you respond to someone or how would you treat someone but how would you treat yourself what does god say about you and so once you can figure that out once you're familiar with what god says about you your identity in christ um then do you think that jesus would cosign on the way that you treat yourself do you think jesus would cosign on what you say about yourself um how you isolate yourself from others, or whatever it is, you know? So think about what would Jesus do in that aspect? How would he feel about the way that you're treating yourself, you know? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's all I have. This whole Christian process is a constant evolution. Okay, we are always going to be growing um, and learning more and gaining more understanding of who God is, who we are in God, um, and all and how we're meant to live those things out. So you have to be patient with yourself. That is what I am learning um, in this new season with God. Is I need to be patient with myself, and if I have one day where I slip up or I don't read my Bible or whatever, it's okay. Let's not do that again, but. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. Let's just, um, because we are human, and so we can't have this expectation of perfection knowing already that we would never get there. And so you're just, you know, setting yourself up for more disappointment. Rely on God, keep your eyes on Him, and be patient with yourself and let God be God. Let Him intervene, let Him be God the Father. Because that is the other thing, I didn't, because I was isolating myself, I couldn't see him that way, so then I wasn't, I couldn't let him work that way, I couldn't receive that type of love or that type of uh, care because I didn't see it that way, you know? and in some cases you just don't know what you don't know and so if you're not open to something you can't receive it until until you're in a place where it's like okay god i'm open to whatever it is you want to do or teach me in this season or however you want to show me your love in this area or whatever we have to be fully open fully surrendered so that we can experience those, those things i'm i'm done i'm finished talking that is it thank you for listening follow me on instagram okay that would be amazing um thanks for listening i love all of you we'll see you real soon eyes up